Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. And with me today, I have an actor, comedian, writer, and teacher. Uh, to be clear, it's all one person because I don't have the time <laughs> to edit four different people plus me. Uh, she's been on Seinfeld and The Middle and is an adjunct lecturer at USC's School of Dramatic Arts teaching stand-up comedy, which means I should have worked on my type five for this episode. <laughs> Uh, a warm welcome to the show, Miss Judith Shelton. Hello. Hiya. Welcome. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. Uh, real, real quick. Do you prefer you prefer Jude rather than Jude? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Call me Jude. All right. I, I, I have to, I have to say this, and I probably should have said this before <laughs> recording, but uh-huh. I usually start all my greetings with "Hey." And, yeah. And I've made. A conscious effort not to go like the low-hanging joke fruit of like yeah. hey jude right so I, I joke want... fruit is easy to eat though it's so <laughs> soft yeah well i so i, I just wanted to get that out there and say yes. I, i'm sorry for for having thought that oh please go. <laughs> i love when people do it i do i love when people do it when i was in boarding school i was raised nuns in a boarding school in colorado and the uh other people in the school the other girls would sing hey jude we saw you nude don't try to fake it we saw you naked and i was so ashamed i was just filled I'm, I'm with sorry. shame i should i feel i feel bad now that i laughed at that because I, <laughs> like i'm bringing it all back <laughs> yeah well i'm the one who brought it up let's be honest i mean now i think it's adorable but at the time i was so embarrassed that they might have seen me nude oh, oh yes okay yeah. okay it's it wasn't the rhyme itself. It's the implication that <laughs> That's they're right. that they're like spying on you while you're yes. <laughs> Something urged them to write it. Yeah, I, I, I can't say that I have had a, a clever, uh, m- like mocking rhyme attributed to me. <laughs> so, then I, you need to go back. Yeah, go need... back. Yeah. Uh, come <laughs> on, kids, be meaner to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, th- uh, thank you again for, for coming on the show. We we got in touch through uh, a mutual friend, Miss Carrie Poppy. Oh, Carrie, I love her so much. She, she's, she's so fantastic. Yes. Uh, even when she holds things over our head about, you know, being, right. oh, TED Talk. Uh. Yes, right. So fancy. <laughs> she wears her TED Talk medal everywhere. D- does she really? Yeah, she does. Like she she has like a specific TED Talk credit card that she just uses. Yes, that's or, right. Yeah. Like, just put it on my charge account, my, my TED <laughs> charge account. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, do, do you want to you want you want to talk about the show or yes, okay. yes. I mean, we don't we don't have we you and I can just go back and forth if you want. Right. Talk forever. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love this show. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is uh, the Twilight Zone. Yes. The, the Invaders. The Invaders. Yes. Uh, originally aired January twenty sixth, nineteen sixty one, uh, which is my mom's birthday. Oh, not 1961, but the 26th okay. of January. So just, just, okay. just to be clear. <laughs> yes. Uh, it stars Agnes Moorhead, and she is the entire cast, pretty much. Um, we, she was on Bewitched and played, uh, played Kane's mother in Citizen Kane. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, directed by Douglas Hayes, who directed so many episodes, nine episodes of the series total. 
and he was actually he's probably the other person in this episode uh because he operated some of the little little dudes and he, oh. and he did the voice at the end wow oh that's yeah. such neat trivia yeah yeah, yeah. and uh was, this was written by richard matheson and who is a spectacular writer of a man um all right so this synopsis a woman alone in an isolated cabin comes under attack by miniature spacemen after fighting them off killing one in the process she goes onto the roof and smashes their forbidden planet ship with an axe inside Mm -hmm. the ship she hears the spaceman warning central control about a planet full of powerful giants the camera pans over and shows what was previously hidden the logo of the united states air force My 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 pals of the United States Air Force. Yes. Always invading things. <laughs> In their spaceships. Yes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So so Jude, uh, what what are your initial thoughts on the episode? Oh man, I was so excited that I got this episode, and not because I found out later how popular and revered it is, but because it's an older woman alone. And I'm like, oh, because I, Brandon, am an older woman. So I, I'm going to turn 50 this year. So, you know, the fact that she's alone, my comedy brain is like, that's going to be me. That's going to be me in like handmade shoes with a giant spoon stirring witch's brew uh all alone being invaded it was so i just loved it on so many levels i love the acting style which i don't think we respect you know that acting style wouldn't work anymore but you know i think in that time period because because i'm a little older we twilight zone was on a lot in my house like i i don't know specifics but it seems to me that there were one or two reruns playing all the time when I was growing up. And um, that acting style is so, it's it's like, is it acting or is it Martha Graham? Like it was so, so theatrical, so big, which I'm very theatrical and very big and I get smashed down for it on a regular basis, uh. you know? So it was so fun to see her. To, and, you know, learning because i listened to your last episode learning how revered this episode is i was surprised because to me i'll be honest and i know a lot of people are going to scream to me i i found it i hate to say this people are going to hate me but but that it was hammy it's really hammy and like animal sounds and and shadows and huge movements and her face and in a way i absolutely loved it because we don't get that I, i that's I don't get to do that kind of acting anymore unless I'm doing sketch or improv or something. But, uh, it was just a neat, really took me back, even though I wasn't, I was born in 67, um, took me back to good old, good old fashioned American hammy acting, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel that, uh, you know, nowadays they, they want the more subtle, subtle acting. And, yes. You know, they they don't uh they don't want like this like kind of like over the top uh, larger than life mm-hmm. characters nope. unless unless you're in, you know, a, a a sitcom maybe or Yes. um like uh I, I would say you, you know you're in the middle. I watched the the scene mm-hmm. of you in the middle and that's oh. like and that that's kind of like that like 
what they want you to do in that like that sitcom like yeah hey, it's okay laugh about this yeah. laugh about yes well it's so interesting i always say when i go into an audition i i wear an imaginary diving bell you know, I wear something very lead and heavy uh, to keep myself from being too animated. Yeah. And and it's a bummer because, you know, everybody says, be free, be yourself. But there's almost no place left for me to be myself. You know, so I mean, that's not if exactly true. But in terms of acting, yes, all my friends who work are very good at the deadpan. Yeah. And this was fun to see some to just, you know what it was, it, it, it felt to me and I know it wasn't, but it felt to me like this thing was shot all in one take and they just said, go for it, Agnes. <laughs> and it was just fun to see her, uh, really live it. And it was great. I just, uh, really adored it. Yeah. Uh, w reading about the, the trivia and a little bit about Ag Agnes Moorhead, uh, she studied miming under Marcel Marceau. <gasps> yes, she did. Oh uh, my gosh! So, so I'm sure she utilized that just a little bit uh, in this episode. Oh. Well, you know, this is why you're good at this podcast because you did all this research. I did not know that, and that makes total sense. Yeah. You could see her using her body uh, as art. It was really neat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like the, her, uh, her exasperation at the end when she's like swinging the axe wildly. Yes, and, yes, Ugh. yes, yes. <laughs> and it was like dance moves. Yeah, it really was. And she goes walking over to the ladder and you know deflated, and it was really a dance. Yeah, agreed, yeah. agreed. You you mentioned like the the one take kind of feel of it. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought it I thought it was interesting just reading a little bit more about it. Um, just like some of the uh you'll notice when she's like she's walking around with the candle and the lights yes. kinda, the lights kind of switch over when she like yes. goes into a different room yes i did notice that i made a note about that which was so neat i felt that at one point i got confused about it but when she grabs the candle off maybe the cupboard she reaches up grabs that candle i wrote that lighting the lighting was amazing and could that be that it really was candlelight or there had to be other lights no so the uh the cameraman uh, or the the cinematographer george clemens he he oh. like installed a bunch of different dimmer lights around the, oh. the set and so oh. it's he said that there was like six different dimmer boys, he called them. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. And so they had to like sync all that stuff up, which I, I think is really, really cool. And one of the hidden kind of talents that you don't necessarily see. Right. Yeah, I did not. I mean, I believed it. I was like, wow, they're really lighting it with one camera. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I, I watch things and I just love them because I don't know too much mm -hmm. so i can just enjoy it and buy it like i totally bought that it was one candle lighting that it was just really wonderful there was a time when she goes up the ladder with the candle in the cup you know in the in the candle holder mm -hmm. and she goes up the ladder the first time and it gets very dark in her kitchen but then when she throws or am i am i going too far ahead no 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 Okay, when she throws the candle at the little spaceman and then comes back down, the room is lit again. And I was uh, like, yeah, that was a little bit tricky for me. But, um, you know, then, then we, because I thought that maybe that was her only candle, but then we find out that she has many candles or at least one other. Yeah. But Brandon, who has a trapdoor in their roof? 
<laughs> because that's not water. That's not going to hold water. No, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Yeah, I there mean, were so many trapdoors. So many. <laughs> maybe like, maybe that trapdoor. Maybe there was like a. Maybe she's in what was the basement at one point in time, and like, oh. and like there was a roof, and then the roof flew off, and so that's actually a cellar door. Oh, what are you saying? Mind blown. Yeah, mind blown. Could <laughs> is that true? No, I, I probably probably not. Okay, okay. Or, or maybe it is. Oh, well, <laughs> it's the Twilight Zone. Well, here's here's. I could not believe because. You know, she's one woman. I loved, loved, loved how Rod Serling walks up and she's behind. It just felt so, what was that show called? It was big when I was growing up. Um, theater. It was this PBS show and it just, oh, oh, I can't remember. Masterpiece Theater? No, it wasn't Masterpiece. It was, it was something in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, ah, shoot. This the- is my problem as I get older. <laughs> Theater of Blood. Yes. Yes, that's it. That was <laughs> it was something about it was something where they do some great theater stuff and it was live. And so he walks up into the set and she's behind there making her soup which had that interesting like Halloween yeah. You know, dry ice effect. I'm like, I make soup two times a week at least, and I never have that. Um, and uh, uh, what was I going to say about that? that? That I think it's one room. You know, I'm thinking she's living in a studio like I am, oh. you know, <laughs> and it turns out she has two beds many, many rooms, lots of pillows, lots of, you know, different things. I love that tiny, tiny stool, that tiny, tiny, little tiny stool that's in front of the fireplace. I'm uh, like, what is that for? Um, but anyway, I, I get ahead of myself, but it, it, I couldn't believe how big her, her, I thought it was a shack, but it, it actually was a proper cabin house. Yeah. 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 It, 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 it was, it was nice and nice and quaint. I would say it really was. It I mean, really was. She's done well for herself. yeah i love when they said her only concern i don't know if they used the word concern her only but i'm going to use it her only concern is food and i was like check i mean i just felt like i'm really this woman and i did not know i did not know what was coming i absolutely got to be surprised through the whole thing oh really yeah oh i didn't know what was coming oh fantastic yeah yeah that's cool i don't know I d- I'm glad I didn't open up with that, like, <laughs> like yeah. sending you an email, like, oh, hey, yes. by the way, it's U.S. Yes. Air Force. Don't, yeah. don't mind that. Oh, I didn't know there were little <laughs> spacemen. I didn't know there were even, I was invaders. I thought, you know, it's going to be, you know, robbers. I, I had no idea what was going to happen. So when I saw the little spacemen, because when I saw the, the spaceship, my mind was like, oh, surely it's, it's a probe. And then the little trap door comes down and I'm like, no, I really emotionally. And then we, 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 out comes the yeah. little spaceman who's real round. Cute little dude. The, oh, so cute. <laughs> but the best part, the best part were the sound of his footsteps. Yeah. The best. I just want that on a loop. <laughs> yeah. It was so kind of comforting in a weird way. So like, instead of like, uh, you know, sounds of the ocean or, or like a waterfall, <laughs> yeah. it's just like in the sound right. machine. 
Yes, in my sound machine. Um, invaders. Yeah, I'll just click invaders. <laughs> it was just so sweet. Those little footsteps. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> the the, the yeah. uh those those little guys. Speaking of, uh, mm-hmm. I I always thought that they were like little like actually like little toy robots that are just like that's what I thought. They, they twisted them up, but evidently they they were manned by <laughs> like there was like slits cut in the back of the, the little robot toys. And uh-huh. people, they they had their fingers in the, the feet, and so they're like uh-huh. walking with the feet and their fingers. Oh my! You know, I could kind of tell at first I couldn't, and then partway through I wrote here puppet with a question mark because yes. it did it did feel like there was it didn't feel mechanical. Right. It did feel like there was something human, which was cute. Yeah, and and I guess the director uh, was the one who manned those puppets. So good job. Really, you know that's what I love about this. I um, I heard in one of your episodes how much it took to make the show, but what I didn't know that what I what I loved about it is that it did feel like it felt so. What's the word? Almost, I get uh, the only word coming to me is quaint. It felt like all hands on deck. It felt like, you know, everybody's there. Everybody's doing everything. Mm-hmm. It really felt neat. It, it, it lacked in a charming way so much of the glitz and maybe even, and I don't, I could be wrong, but maybe even some of the ego. Like it just, you know, the ego of shows now where everybody, when you're on set, everybody has a specific job and nobody does anybody else's job. And it is so neat. I can just imagine everybody, they're probably all in their dungarees and all working (laughs) hard. Yeah. It was just sweet. Yeah. I, I, you know, I agree with the like, uh, like glitz and glamour and like the, you know, just to kind of, um, they, they didn't want to like go reading about it. I keep talking about me reading about it, which. I, guess I love good. it. I guess good. this is why you're doing this because you're good at this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were there was the option of like, well, how do we like show these little people? Should we get like a you know, uh, should we overlay like video so where they could be miniature and stuff like that? Oh, and the director's uh-huh. like, no, I don't. I want to do. I, I want it to be as practical as as possible. Uh huh. Um, and and I think and I think that uh, lends to the the episode is that you know if 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 we saw it now with that video overlay we would know it would be kind of cheesy looking (laughs) ah true it would have aged yeah exactly whereas this already is its thing you know it can't age because it's already aged anyway i hear what you're saying i wonder too was the fact was cost a factor too um yeah i'm not i'm not sure about that i I mean it, it may have been but mm-hmm. I'm not not a hundy. I'm not a hundy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, when that little door opened, like I, I for a minute, I so wanted it to be kittens. Wouldn't that be cute <laughs> if kittens came out with little space helmets? Oh, my God. And then and then she's like, she's not scared at all. She's like, yes. Aw. Yeah, she just ends up getting a basket of kittens. And then she's it's like, you know, then the snow falls and she's so happy. Yes. That would be if I did it. Yeah. If oh I, yeah. The cat would be Vader's. so cute. <laughs> oh, the cat vaders i can see somebody making a meme right now i can't wait yes and then and like that little stool is for is for like it's like a kitten podium oh my god or a kitten table where they all have their little saucers of milk <laughs> yes oh man that uh, sounds so good why didn't we why didn't we write this episode 
Okay. Come on. I love it. Let's do it. Let's. Do it. I'm willing to be her. I, I'm willing to be her. I'm okay. willing to be Agnes Moorhead. Uh, all right. um, I'll be one of the dimmer boys. I love it. <laughs> that comes with a pair of shorts. I'm just letting yeah. you know in advance. Excellent. Very short shorts. Oshkosh. <laughs> I was thinking about her because I ha- used to have long hair and I just cut my hair a little bit shorter and I was like, damn it, because Agnes Moorhead has that great long hair where it finally falls out of a bun and she whips it to the side and I'm like, oh, you go. I <laughs> wish I would have known what color it was. Do you think it was probably gray? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, or it blonde. Lo- it, lo- it looked like white or black. Yes. Black. White or black? Yeah. No, it didn't. No. It looked, it looked <laughs> white. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Brandon, I'm finally catching on. You're right. It was white or black. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> I'm getting it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> low hanging, low hanging joke. Yes, uh, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, so. Uh, you mentioned her her whipping her hair back. Yes. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm, I, I'm probably reading into this probably further than Serling or, or Matheson meant to go. But mm-hmm. I thought there was an interesting uh, aspect of of female empowerment in in the episode. Heck yes. And, well, the whole thing. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, please. I, I I'm just I'm just saying like I'm not I'm not in the best position necessarily to speak about mm. female empowerment. Uh, but but I felt I felt that there was this, that aspect of it. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Listen, to have a woman of age being the only person, being the star, you know, uh, the hero of this is huge. I don't even know if it would happen today. I, you know, would she be her age? Because we can't, you know, it's black and white. We can't really tell, but she's definitely a crone. You know, she's, she's a crone. She's not a young babe in like a midriff. You know, she's not Ellie Clampett. Um, so, just that alone, I, I feel really lucky that I got this episode because right away I was like, wow, it's just Agnes Moorhead. You know, I think that's why me and a lot of my friends who are my age or a little older, we watch a lot of British shows because there are women in those shows that reflect us, you know, that are our age and they're having our you know, situation. This really spoke to me and first and foremost, because it was a woman getting her own, you know, half hour or however long it was. So yeah, female empowerment. I mean, her wielding a wa- uh wielding an axe, her, you know, grabbing a knife, her just being alone and taking care of herself. It, you know, yeah. uh probably at the time maybe it was supposed to appear maybe sad, but I didn't see it that way because so many of us now are alone and it's not sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh I, I think you the the being alone portion, right? And then mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, I keep referring to them as space men. Uh Yes. Right? Yes. And, and, well, and, it's go, go ahead. I'm sorry. It it I was for a minute I thought is there going to be a female? But no, it was male voices, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's us. That's us trying trying to take over everything. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but you know what? A giant lady, yeah, not yeah. unlike your pal Jude, destroyed them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You threw you threw a lantern at one. 
Like a really, yes. a really well-aimed lantern. Right. It, it, it knocked it. You know, everybody behind the scenes threw their arms up. They were like, score. Yeah. I, I kept waiting for a fire to break out, though, because she just f- threw a flame over the side. But, but I guess. And the other thing I wanted to say is, oh, what did you just say when she hit the, oh, Jude, when she hit the uh, well-timed. Um, Lance, yeah. oh, so here's what's neat is we never hear her say any words mm-hmm. so it did really surprise me just like a lot of twilight zone it just was like oh it just was a wrinkle um when it said u.s air force right. it was like oh my gosh we don't know that this planet of giants like in my mind i'm filling in english words for her as she's freaking out, you know, but they never happen, right? She doesn't say one word. Nope, nope. She doesn't. Oh god, just, just just animalistic grunts. Yes, and and whimpers and and what? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, oh. I I had a thought. I had a thought about that, and I you know initially at the at the opening of the episode, you know, we we see her alone, and Rod Serling's describing her as as just needing food, and she's she's it's she's in a rural rural area, just cabin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing, it, there's almost like narrative manipulation there into us thinking like, oh, she just, she doesn't, yes. she doesn't need to say anything. Uh, she's just, she's just a poor woman in a house alone. Yes. And it, it sets it up so that we're like, okay, there's, there's no tricks here. There's just, yes. just a straightforward invasion story. So true. And even the way he speaks, we believe everything he says because yeah. he speaks with such authority and he's telling us what it's about yeah and then there's a switcheroo yeah and 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 i and i feel that there there's another bit of manipulation where it's like see look these these backwards people (laughs) they don't have they have candles that's right yes because i totally made up in my mind that she's poor that she lives way out in the on the prairie Mm -hmm. yeah i made up all this whole story in my mind all this backstory for her Oh gosh. And we don't know if on her planet she was rich or if everybody lives that way. I don't know if I'm making too much of this, but it just was such a neat idea that we think we know her but we don't. Yeah. It the the spaceman at the end says incredible race of giants. And yes. I'm like, dude, you only you only saw one. Why well, that's true. That's true. God, way to overreact. <laughs> as you're dying yeah. yeah oh well you know here's here's a here's the thing i i have a problem with those little spacemen uh because they're yeah. they're being very colonial and they're like hey we're going into this planet this is going to be our planet now yeah yeah and and just right away they're like yeah let's shoot her yes <laughs> yes Right. I thought the same thing, like right away, that little spaceman, because still in my mind, I don't know that they're Americans and human. So I right away, I'm like, he grabs a knife and knows to use it to stab her Mm. like right in the I mean, just watching his little robot hands holding that (laughs) knife. It was like Punch and Judy. You know, it was so cute. Um but yes, that they were so violent. And then at the end, when it said United States Air Force, I was like, uh-huh, makes sense. Yeah. Which is awful. I shouldn't say, you know, I shouldn't make an assumption, but I just couldn't believe that they went right to violence, that they sh- shot her and she got all those wounds. No, as as a, as a master sergeant in the United States Air Force, I can attest to how <gasps> violent we are. 
really we're so, we're just so violent yeah are you yeah are you pulling my leg <laughs> uh no no i'm i'm there for that's oh my gosh so how do you feel about this does this hurt you no i, I are you I, is it triggering it. you i love it okay it makes okay. me it makes me uh, anxious and willing to go take over some planets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, you don't need to take any knives with you. There'll no. be plenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. Any, any, anytime, anytime I see Air Force stuff, I'm like, win, loser, win, loser, draw. Even if we're the bad guys, I'm like, yeah, go, go Air Force. Uh, all right. So uh, I I always ask all my guests mm -hmm. to rate the episode in whatever scale they choose. Okay. Uh, so two. I've given this some thought. Yes. What do you rate this episode? I rate this episode, you know, I had a rating before we talked and mm. now I have a different rating. So Ooh. which rating I should do the dip, the rating now, eh? Yeah, but I, I think I give it out of a scale of 10. I don't know if you usually do five. I, I do. I do whatever you want. Okay. So at a scale of 10, I give it, well, now I'm so in love with it now, but I would say eight giant wooden soup spoons. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What that Was that mallet she was carrying around this soup spoon, the spoon that was in her soup pot? Oh, I don't know. What was that thing? It was it, like an ore. It wasn't. It wasn't misting anymore. So I don't yeah, know. that's true. How would we know? <laughs> but it looked like an ore or some kind of like pizza, you know, pizza paddle. It was so big. Oh yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. You know, we should we should go back and look for it. And, yeah. You know, maybe maybe write it, write some letters, and really yes. get to the bottom of this. Yes, I think we. You know, who we get on this is Carrie. She'll yep. figure it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They're they're all about that investigative journalism. Right, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, you know, your your rating is so much better than mine. I I, I gave it uh space I gave it out of ten space missions, which is uh -huh. I really I was really at a lack of, of witty comment uh, at that point. <laughs> Yay. Uh but uh -huh. so I gave it uh, I gave it nine out of nine and a half uh, out of ten giant wooden super spoons. Okay, can yours. we talk? Okay, oh, good. Can we talk about this? Yes. Because really, honest to goodness, when I saw it, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, and I'm sorry. You know, I grew up on the Twilight Zone, which really scared me as a child. So I'd hear that theme song, and I'd go running, basically. So I haven't seen a million of them. Um, but now I'm really intrigued, because I started from the beginning, and then I watched this one. Um I, I, I'm really intrigued because I saw this and I thought, and I and people are going to be mad, but my initial instinct was, this is bananas. It's totally crazy. It's weird overacting. You can see the set. It's so clear. It's a set. You know all this stuff. And and um and now as we talk about it, I'm just absolutely in love with it. But at the time, and I even wrote here because this is a podcast. You know, I'm watching this for a podcast. I think maybe I was looking at it with a little bit of bitchier eyes. Does this make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a little bit of cattier eyes, yes. which is not me. I'm, I'm sincerity all the way. I'm not catty, but I was like, wow, look at, 
those little spacemen. Come on. Like when she grabs it up in the blankies and she's, you know, and the knife comes out. There was part of me that was like, I'm, I'm, I, I have a lot of fear. You know, I go out and I'm like on guard and I'm always, you know, watching out, looking out for my surroundings. I'm like, for sure I could kick those little guys' asses. I mean, come on. You know, um, but they were relentless. This is true. They kept coming back. They, they were, they were like, they were like miniature Chuckies. They were yeah. with those little laser guns. <laughs> pew, pew. <Those> little, yeah. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Um, it, but so, but, so, so what I'm, do you love about it? What, what makes it so awesome? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that, but I'm going to have a follow-up question for you. Okay. Uh, which is a, probably a simpler question than, than what I have. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what I, what I love about the episode is, first of all, just the overall composition of it, the, the directing, the cinematography mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the yeah the we can give grief about the uh the spacemen right mm -hmm. looking looking kind of hammy <laughs> right uh, right I, I i do think that maybe the the initial portion of the episode is maybe a little a little slow uh-huh uh but as as a kid when i watched the episode like it was like in the evening time and i, mm -hmm. I always watched these things by myself oh and, and it yeah. was it was a nice uh horror kind of yes. kind of show and yes. and for her to like even even with a twist oh, as it is right yeah. throwing the twist out like it was just for me it was a really good creepy episode as as a kid just a straight yes. up invasion story yes um and i think i don't i i think as a kid i didn't get that the twist really i was like I, why are we why are we focusing on on these words it doesn't matter Right. Uh, but uh, that's a side note. Well, you know, I think for me at first, you know, I'm like, okay, okay. Look at the soup pot. You know, maybe, maybe I am a little bitchier than I thought. I'm like, look at that soup pot. Oh, and then we see the little spaceship and then the little spacemen who aren't kittens. I was like, <laughs> come on. I mean, I really did say out loud come on when i saw those little spacemen but i will say by the end of the end of it it did really win me over because they kept coming it was so creepy the yeah. light through the hole oh that that really creeped me out yeah i i, I yeah I, I i just really like i liked the episode what was i gonna say about this oh i had a had a nice thought i'm sorry i'm sorry that. i interrupted you no it's not it's not your fault it's my fault for being <laughs> let's being be forgetful. nice <laughs> yes uh something you know what it was is you said the kitten space bed and in my <laughs> uh -huh. I, I remembered how cute that would be and i <laughs> yeah. train of thought this completely derailed I can't wait till one of your fans makes a meme yes. with the little kittens coming out. That would be so fun. Yeah, guys. Um, yeah, go out there, make make yes. a make a cat spaceman meme and, and shoot Please it our way. Please do. Pew pew. <laughs> yeah. Shoot it our way. Good one. Hey um Yeah, I think you know what? Oh, I think I know what's happening here. I might be jaded. Ah. Uh, I you, you know, know? I, I remember. I rem now I you said jaded. I now remember what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think that we kind of, there, there's two ways to, there's, not, there's more than two ways to watch an, a piece of visual medium. Like mm -hmm. there's one way where you're like, okay, let me, let me look at it critically. Yes. And I think looking at it critically, you, you pick up more on the, the mists and the, the, the cheesy looking little spacemen yes. and, and stuff like that. Yes. 
And then there's the way where you're just you're looking at it for entertainment purposes, which is like, oh, let me just let me just enjoy what it is. And and so I think yes, I, I try to watch it. episodes multiple times just so like one time I could just watch it and then another time where I'm like, okay, let me look at all the, the, the crappy stuff that's going on. Right. I sat down with a notebook and pen. So yes, I set it up in a way where I was being critical. Yeah. But it did win me over. It really did. And I, I just loved the idea of Agnes Moorhead doing her thing, like mm -hmm. really getting to eat it up in there. And I mean that in the best way. Like she used everything she had, her voice, her body, her facial expressions. It was really great. And I loved seeing the beads of sweat on her head. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, speaking of bodily fluids, that close up <laughs> on her face where she just like that little, oh, little bead of drool. drool. Yes. Not not a little bead of drool. I have <laughs> drool written here in all caps with six with five O's. And there was so much drool. <laughs> I mean, she was really going to town. It was great. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Drool. I, I I can picture you writing that. Like, yes. Just, like how many how many O's do I want? Uh, right. In this drool? <laughs> yes, yes. I mean the drool. It was just a river. And it, there were, there were a lot of bodily fluids. And I, you know what? I loved that nobody said, Hey, you know what, Agnes, you're not looking pretty in this scene. Yeah. Like you're looking ugly. And it's kind of what I'm excited about getting older is that I, there will be less and less pressure. Now I've always been a goofball. There's never been a ton of pressure for me to be beautiful, but I loved that she was just set free because she was sort of this crone, um, to, you know, to let it all hang out, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is my last, this is my last question for you. Okay. Uh, you, you gave it an eight, but that was mm -hmm. after you changed it. What was your, what was your original rating? Oh my gosh. Originally I was like, what is this thing? I thought it was just silly as can be. And it breaks my heart, you know, that I thought that, but I was like, what in the world? I really thought Brandon, that we would talk and we would be like, can you believe it? Yeah, I thought we would, uh, you I'm know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I think it's good. It's I want to be somebody who who admires, respects, you know, and loves things. I don't want to be somebody that's like, can you believe it? Because if you look at a lot of, like I said, that even the acting, it was it's a very old fashioned American style of acting. And it's through a lot of the Twilight Zone, or at least what I remember. And I miss that. Like, everything's so so ultra-naturalistic now, mm -hmm. which is kind of a bummer. You can't see anything happening on anybody's face. I, I'm, so, try, I'm trying to think of my face. Right I, now. I, I don't, yeah, right, right this second, what it, what it looks uh, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and if I should shave, I should, I'm thinking about that, too. Yeah, uh, and we both have to fix our hair, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, all right. So, okay. Thank you so much for, for talking to me about the episode. Re oh, my pleasure. Really, Thanks for having me. I really appreciate that. Uh, uh, real quick, I, I want to ask you just a couple questions about about your about you and your, your work, right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, you one of the things I watched you do was with mm -hmm. Carrie, which was the witchcraft stuff. Uh -huh. and, and uh which is a youtube web series um and and i didn't know that going into it that i would that i would like it you know, yes full, full disclosure like, I'm like, yes, like what, what is this what is this 
and, yeah. and that the first episode where you're making a centerpiece out of a uh, pumpkin, pumpkin yeah. and flower. Like I was, just, <laughs> I was just like sitting there outside with my wife and just cracking up. Uh, really good. Yeah, and, she, and, she, and she's like, "What are you? What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "Oh, a, a Carrie and her, and her friend Jude." And uh, and then she started watching, and then we we're both laughing at it. So. Oh, I'm so happy. So that makes me happy. So that so that, that's really good. Uh, so yeah. so clearly. I mean, from that, based off of this episode, uh, you are a funny, you are a funny person. Oh. And, and that leads into, you have done stand-up comedy. You, mm-hmm. uh, you're an adjunct, adjunct lecturer and you, you teach mm-hmm. that. And you also teach uh, stand-up comedy classes, I think, on the side too, right? Yes, I do, yeah. Um, and one of my wife's comments, Chelsea's comments, was, how, <laughs> how is that teaching people how to be funny? Mm-hmm. can can it, can anyone do it is is the question okay that's a really good question and i will be honest with you i have i have my own school and then um teaching at usc i've had now oh a little over 750 students and i'm i'm being sincere here there has been really only one person who wasn't funny I'm, I really mean this. The way, the way I like to teach is to, I don't give them too much information. I don't tell them this is how you write a joke. Um, I don't make demands on them. Bring me 10 jokes. I give them exercises where they get up and speak with the intention of making us laugh, but they get up and speak over and over and over. And then I sort of, uh, prune them, you know, just cut away excess and, and get closer and closer to who they really are. Everybody, I I know this sounds unbelievable, but everybody is funny and they get messages. Some people get messages that they're hilarious and some people get messages that they're not funny. And, uh, my job is to help them clear away all that and just talk about things that interest them, things that they can't believe, things that they're disappointed with, things that they're confused by. Um, and then I just sort of, you know, I'm behind them like a border collie, sort of nipping them into the right direction. Yeah. But I do believe that everybody can be funny and I don't teach them. I don't, you know, it's not the first day with a whiteboard saying, this is how you break down a joke. Um, we we will talk about that as jokes come up, but I really want people to be themselves because I doubt that there's anybody who's hanging out with their friends and not laughing and not making their friends laugh and not having a good time. But I think it's like singing. We get, some of us get a message. We're not funny and some of, or we can't sing. And some of us get a message that we can. And I only had one student who really, and I would never name names. She's a comedy writer and she is not a funny person. And she's, and she's absolutely lovely, has a wonderful work ethic that has a lot to do with it and, uh, does good work, but she herself could not let Well, I don't, I don't really, now I only worked with her for five weeks. My program in my school is only five weeks at a pop. So, so they take level one, they can take level two or three, although I don't 
you know, I don't say they have to, obviously. I mean, teaching stand-up, stand-up classes are a fairly new thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they've been going for a while, but most comics go it alone. So my idea is if they want to study with me, they come in, they get a little bit of a footing, and then they get out and do it. That That's the ideal. And then I, I do have comics, and I love it, who get out and do it. And then they come back and they take more upper level classes with me, but it's because they're out doing it. Um, but anyway, so I only had five weeks with her and four of those weeks are class time and one is performance. And I wonder if maybe we could have cracked it if we had, would have had a couple more weeks together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But everybody is funny. Everybody, everybody is funny. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that, then I have hope for myself. Babe. Yeah. Are you kidding? You're can, a rascal. I can finally be funny. Yes. <laughs> After all this Are you time. getting the message you're not funny? Who's telling you that? Uh it, it was an email. It was uh, uh her, <laughs> her name was uh, Carrie Carrie Poppy. Oh, what a Carrie's she, such a she, rascal. She did a TED talk on it. <laughs> People who aren't funny, Brandon yes. Cruz. Yes, she showed your picture. Yeah. <laughs> but you were only three out of ten. You were number three. Yeah, so it's okay. Yeah. No, she, yeah, I I believe that you can be funny. But also I think some, this, well, I don't know if you're talking specifically about this podcast, but you're being um, almost, you know, a scientist here. I mean, you're mm -hmm. really studying something. And so maybe they're, like, even me, you know, you. I heard that you heard I was funny. I'm like, oh, I better be funny. But oh, yeah. do, does this, you know, do we... Do we need to be funny or do we need to talk about the episode? Yeah, it, it's it, it's that imposter syndrome stuff going on when yeah. we're like, like, OK, like when people are like, hey, Brandon, you're you're funny. You should be a stand up comedian. I'm like, nope, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's far no. too much work for me. And it puts too much pressure on me to, to be funny. Yes, you know? I would say that is the truth. That's what people don't understand because comedians make it look so easy that it is that it doesn't take a lot of work. My USC students, we had, um, you know, at the end of the year, we have like a little gab fest during the final and we talk about the class. And one of my students said, and they all agreed that actually this class is a writing class. Um, now they perform every single time they get up. So if it's 15 week semester or right now we're in 16 weeks, they're going to get up every single class, but they have to write to prepare for it. So it's actually a writing class. I think that's the biggest thing is no, I don't know. There are of course comics who get up and are funny right off the bat, but it's a process. It's like you get up, try things, record it, listen to it, what worked, what didn't, then you rewrite and you get up and try it again over and over and over again. So it does take work. Well, well Judith, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to try. It, it's a goal to eventually like, just get out there and do it one time and, and, oh and then, bomb. Gosh. And then okay. and I'll be happy about it. Hey, okay. Please let me know if you need anything. And I will just tell you this from now until you do write down all the things that you have an opinion about. So first you got to have an opinion and then see with your sweetheart or with your friends, can you talk about those things and make people laugh? But it's, it's really about energy and intention and having an opinion. And, uh, and also don't try to write jokes. This is my, you know, there are other people who tell you different, but my thing is don't try and write jokes, try and have an opinion and try to get 
something out of the audience, try to relate to us, try to get something across. And then on top of that, hopefully make us laugh. So instead of sitting down and saying, can I write 10 terrific jokes? Maybe you go to a mic with three things that you have an opinion about and allow yourself to, to bomb at that mic. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Cause we, I, we all bomb. I, I do it. I do it every week on the hit show yes. submitted for your approval. That's all I on podcast. <laughs> so you judge yourself. I, well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what all, that's what all good people do. <laughs> Okay. That's true. I do it a lot too. Well, well, thank you so much for your time, Jude. And thank you for those, those words. And I I will let you know when I eventually do stand up. Please do. Please do. Anyway, I've said this twice now. Uh, (laughs) Everybody bombs at the mics. That's what they're for. It's a workout. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. On my my way. Okay, good. The local comedy club right now. Yay. I'm actually in the car. So. Yay, in Hawaii. That's going to be fun. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, well, Jude, thank you again so much for, yeah. for everything, for helping out yeah. with the show and being mm-hmm. being a guest. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. You gave me something else to do besides think of myself. So thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It, speaking yeah. of yourself, uh, is there yeah. is there any way people can get a hold of you? Yes, yes. I'm on. I, I'm not very good at the Twitter. I, You know what? It's not that I'm not good at it. I don't love Twitter, but I am on Twitter. And I believe it's Judith Shelton. Oh my gosh, I should look at that. It, it um, is. It is. Just yes. Okay, good, good, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> see, see, you're really good at the research. Um, and I do have a website, judithshelton.com, which has everything. Uh, I love Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot. Facebook, Instagram, I'm Judith Shelton here. Facebook, I believe is Judith Shelton. And um, uh, also I have a show coming up November 9th called The Survival Show. And um, trying to think, I don't. Yeah, that's it for now, which is weird. I should have more shows. But whatever shows I do have, I list them on my website. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll have I'll have links to that stuff in the show notes for you. Uh, so if anybody wants to go out and and check out more of more of you, they can they can listen to you and then transcribe it, or they can just go out to the website and then click the link. Wonderful! And please tag me in any kitten memes. You, <laughs> I love it. You heard it, folks. Kitten memes. Tag <laughs> at Judas Shelton uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Brandon. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. And for everyone else uh, to get a hold of me, I am, of course, on Twitter and Instagram at S4YA underscore podcast, Facebook.com slash S4YA podcast, I think, or something like that. I remember. Uh, and then email S4YA podcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can call 860 go Pod uh, website. Go to apatheticenthusiasm.com. Bam, I'm there. And hey, iTunes, Stitcher, all those, all those fancy places. Do me a favor. Head out there. Leave a, leave a star or, or a rating or a review. I would soups. Soups totes. Soups totes appreciate. So thank you. And until next week, I am Brandon Cruz. And of course, this is submitted for your approval. 